Did I fuck something up? I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry, I should stop pressing pressing buttons. It's not gonna help it's you. <laughs> Especially won't help you as we enter episode 32 of the DBIP Group Innovators Q&A Live Daily Video Cast with Amir and Victoria. This is a Q&A show where we answer very common intellectual property related questions on patents, trademarks, trade secrets, and copyrights. Victoria is the host of the show that manages the actual uh, back end. So I'm, I'm apologize, Victoria, for messing you up there. Um, so this is, again, Q&A. So if you guys have questions, send them to Victoria. Um, she will be more than happy to have you on the show if you're interested. And But definitely, definitely, we'll get your, your questions answered. And uh, this is the format of the show is that we start with yesterday's question and then go into today's question. And I kind of alluded to this yesterday, but we kind of have a theme going at least for the, probably the next week. Um, basically, we just want to show you guys just various iterations of how you would go about filing trademark applications uh, in this example for a clothing brand. And so we're just going through the various variations of that just so that you guys know in detail how you would do every single step from start to finish. So go ahead, Victoria. Why don't you tell us about yesterday's question? Yesterday's question was, how do I trademark um, my clothing brand using my own list of clothing. So we talked about how you could provide, a, uh, how you could submit a, your own list of clothing if you do a TS standard application instead of a TS plus. So two episodes ago, we did the TS plus where we were limited. We had to actually select canned descriptions of goods and services. Yesterday we did the same. Uh, we did an application for an individual. However, we filed under a TIA standard application. So we had the full latitudes. So we were able to provide the full description of goods, in this case, of clothing items that Victoria thought we should be selling. So Victoria, what is today's question? Today's question is how does my company trademark its clothing brand using my own list of clothing? This is a great question. This is an issue that comes up a lot. You will, maybe you'll start a company with one of your buddies, or maybe you just already have a, a limited liability company, for example, and you start want to you want to start hustling clothing through the through the company, but you want to make sure that you can secure the brand before you actually start selling the, the clothing. So in this episode, what we're going to do is, is we're actually going to go through the nuts and bolts from start to finish on how you would take the name that you want to sell clothing under through your business and actually go through the entire application process, at least from from the from for filing. So. Before we get started, though, I'm going to need Victoria's help. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit offline, but maybe she'll surprise me. But we we need a clothing brand, so let's start off with that. So, Victoria, what do you have any ideas for clothing brands? I like the one that we talked about before. What was it called? V Res or something? <laughs> yeah. So this is Victoria's initials, essentially, or or not initials, but it's her first initial and then part of her last name. So let's go for it. So like everything else we always start with doing some searching. So, um, oh, I did a search already, but uh, let's pretend like I didn't do the search. Let's start from the beginning. Um, so as always, you're gonna go to, to this search site. Uh, I believe we have it shown here. Uh, so if we go here, uh, let me actually go there. I didn't actually go there. Let me go, let me go to that site. 
So test to uspto.gov, uh, and you'll see you get to here. And then all you need to do is type in basic word mark search. But let's do a structured search. So we're going to do a structured search. So we're going to look for other clothing brands that might have a similar name like V-Res. So in the first box, you're just going to type in leathers. Do you want like clothing, cloth, or just, just V-Res? Um, yeah, let's just keep it V-Res. simple? Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. keep it stay, stay real simple. Let's see. These are going to be class 25. Again, I, oh, oh, whoops. See, I made a mistake. I made a mistake that I told you guys every single time we've cut cut tape not to do. You always have to have the ad. Otherwise, you're going to get a lot, a lot, a lot. You're going to basically, you are going to get every, every brand that sells clothing under 25 because with the or, it's going to match everything under class 25. Let's try again. Oh, that's really good. So. At this stage in the game, Victoria was a client. She told me it came to me with V-Res. I would tell her, you got a really high chance. I think you probably, this, this clothing brand will probably fly through. So um, I, there might be a VRE again. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is, you, you had a really, really unique name, Victoria. So good job. Okay, so we have our name. So let's start with the application process. And do I have the, yep, I do. Let me show it to you guys. So this is the, site you go to to actually file your trademark application. So let's go there. Uh, I'm again a little, little little ahead of the game, but let me let me just guide you guys. I want to make sure this is a start to finish video. No, no shortcuts. The only shortcut I will take though that I'll I will tell you now is I'm already logged into USPTO.gov. However, that process actually also is fairly straightforward and I, I'd be more than happy to create content around that if you guys are interested in seeing that. So, okay, once you go to the, the site here, by the way, you can also get, get here just by doing a simple Google search. Just say, type apply online, USPTO and trademark and it, you should, this should be an early hit. So click on initial application forms, start your application in TS. Now, um, we're gonna have to make this decision again. Uh, you can do the TS plus or you can just do the TS standard. Um, I think I think we should do the same thing that we did Victoria last time, and just 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 do both variations. We'll do we'll do the TS plus variation today, and we can do the TS standard variation on Monday. Um, just just for the sake of thoroughness, and just in case someone wants for their company to do the TS plus, I think I think it'll still be useful content. And I think some people the fifty dollars savings are might be something that they actually want to do because, uh, quite frankly, if you really really know like this is you really just a t-shirt and hoodie company then just use the can so let's do let's do ts plus and i'm going to do this as if it was your own company so in this case i i have an llc that i'm just going to use uh, it's a real llc so i'm just going to use my llc to, to complete this application now the owner of the mark okay so again again companies and entities can own trademarks okay so I just I want to make something very clear here before we go into this. So it's really important to understand that the owner of the trademark has to be the entity or person that is responsible for putting the goods. It is responsible for the nature and quality of the goods. In other words, remember, trademarks are a protection of the consumer. So they protect the consumer by indicating where the source of the goods came, where the goods came from. It's a source identifier. That's what the trademark protection is. And so it's important to understand that the owner of the trademark should 
also be the source of the goods or services. Otherwise, you're going to run into issues and you're going to jeopardize the the uh, essentially the, the the strength and validity of your trademark. So it, it, this is really important. Basically, what I'm saying is if you have a company, um, don't just assign just don't, don't have it just be the owner if, if you're not actually going to use the company to sell to actually sell the merch. So again, this is a really, really important um, aside, but I, I just want to make sure that it's understood and clear to everybody. So I am going to put in my LLC name, um, LLC, and this is a limited liability company. So I'm going to check the box here. Now, I, real quick, let's say Victoria had her own DBA. She could, if, she's do, if she was doing this application, she could just type her DBA here. So she would put her name in here and then her DBA here. But again, I really caution you against, uh, don't just use a DBA unless you actually have a registered DBA. <laughs> Make sure it's registered with the county. So here, again, when, when, once I select the limited liability company, it's gonna prompt me to enter in the citizenship. In other words, or not sorry, not the citizenship, but where it was actually formed. So in this case, it was, this is a California LLC. So let's be pretty quick. And then I will have to provide the address and the mailing address. I already have it auto-populated here and to, this is the Impact Hub in Oakland, and we need an email address. So uh, for this one, I'm just going to use my one of my company admin, one of my company emails. Um, now, one thing I haven't done in the past is uh, I haven't provided a website address, but today I'm going to just just why not? Let's just add it. it this is optional, not required. Um, I think actually I should probably enter in the HTTP part of this. So let me do that. There we go. Okay. And we continue again. It's going to prompt me phone number. It wants my phone number. I'm not going to give it. I, I, I really don't I like adding my phone number to any database that isn't required for all the same reasons that you guys prefer not to. So we continue now. And once we get here, okay. So this is the part where we actually get to enter in uh, Victoria's clever name, the res. And again, you can press the preview button right here if you want. It'll it'll pop up a, an, an image file that actually just has VRES in it. Uh, because of the way the share screen is, I, I actually can't. You actually can't see it, but I popped it up. And but there'll be another opportunity to see it at the very end. Just 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 to make sure you got it right. Now, uh, in next week we're gonna go through special forms. This is what you know. What you're more. What you know as basically logos like designs, but we'll save that for next week. So again, res here, select standard characters, and then continue. Now, goods and services. So remember, we're going to be limited now because we're, we are doing a TS plus. So we're saving 50 bucks, but we have less latitude on the description. So help me out, Victoria. What sort of clothing do you, are you, do you think we should be selling? Um, I think dresses. Perfect. Excuse me. Bless you. Oh, all right. Uh, how about evening dresses? Perfect. Bridesmaid dresses? Yes. Not wedding dresses, though, right? No. Knit dresses, though. Yeah. Woven dresses? Sure. <laughs> oh, jumper dresses. I don't know how we feel about that. I don't even know how what that is. <laughs> jumper skirts and dresses? Yeah. No skirts. Cool. Okay. Beautiful. So all all class twenty five. We're not going to have to pay any other additional fees. Now, one really quick thing. Uh, pop quiz, uh, Victoria. 
what would happen if I selected this uh, like rental of dresses rental notice and it's under class 45? What would that do to my fees? You know, um, you would have more fees. <laughs> exactly. So remember the TS plus application fee of, of 225 is on a per class basis. So if my application has two classes in this case, in this present configuration, notice I have class 25 items, but I also have a class 45 item. So I would have to pay for both class 25 and 45. So the fee would be 225 plus 225. So just keep that in mind. So it'd be 450 instead of just 225. So if you're being cost conscious and you want to limit your brand just to certain items initially, then just note that. So good job, Victoria. Um, again, class 25, and we're going to click here, insert checked entries. Now, once we do this, it's going to automatically populate that is the, uh, the goods and services for us. Um, just as, again, um, one more side note. I just want to show you guys one quick thing. Anywhere where you see these brackets right here, like indicate type, you're going to see this all around this, these prompts. If you see them anywhere where it's bold and curly braces, that means that the system is actually going to prompt you to enter, to fill in that text. So that's the one area where you have a latitude in the TS plus application. But I just want you guys to know that, that if you see that, if you see brackets, curly, curly braces, bold text, that means that you can actually add the text that goes into those curly braces. So just note that it's a useful tool, especially if you're, if you really want to save the 50 bucks, make sure to use that tool. So, okay. Now here we're going to select section one B again, next week, we're going to run through the same content, but, but we're, we're going to design some logos uh, also, and we're going to show you guys how you can actually submit these applications with your logos. So right now we're just doing section one B and just a quick reminder, section one A means that, Hey, I'm already selling my clothing. It's already on the marketplace. Section one B is haven't started selling, but I want to section one B is I want to secure the name. I want to know that I can get the name registered before I invest in all the branding, web design, graphic design on promoting the brand going hard on social. I want to wait. I want to make sure I get the mark first. Once I get it, once I know there, is, there won't be a likelihood of confusion, then I'll go for it all the way. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to select section one B because I'm not yet selling it. Now we're going to go through again. We're going to we'll create more content in the future uh, on how you go about actually doing the one A applications um, as well as the designs for, for your logo. Okay. So it makes you check the box here. This just means that, Hey, I really intend to use this market in commerce. I'm not just submitting an application. This is, a, I have a bona fide intention to sell goods or services under this mark. So once you assign the filing basis, you're halfway there. So we check all the boxes. There are section one B, they have an assigned filing basis. Now all we do is hit continue. Now I gotta input my our DACA number. Uh, this is anything you want. I'm just gonna do STL because uh, we did AVA for me individually. Now this is my initials. Uh, this is entirely your preference. It's just, you just need to provide a reference number just so that you can keep track. If let's say you have multiple trademark applications, you might have an Excel file. You might want to have some code, some digit code that you use to keep track of everything. And then here again, like I can put Victoria's email, wh whatever you can up to four, just you have to separate them by semicolons. Just note that if you want to add multiple, then we hit continue. Uh, we're almost done. Again, this is 225. Remember, if we had done, it's a fee per class. So if you had if you had kept that other class, that, that class uh, 45, then this would 
be two, and so it'd be two times 225. So just, just be careful. Uh, we're gonna sign directly. And again, four checkboxes. First one, just saying, yeah, I'm filing under 1B. I have a bona fide intent to use the mark in commerce. This box here is just saying that I believe I have the right to, to use the mark in commerce. This is saying there's fact, there's a factual basis for my statements. And the fourth is just saying that I understand that I'm signing under penalty of perjury. So anything willfully false statements uh, could result in fine or imprisonment. So I'm telling the truth, basically. Here I sign. Now, the one difference here is I, I have a title. So uh, most LLCs, default is you're a managing member. Some people like to be called CEO, president, whatever it is. You put your title here, and then here you would put your number. And once I hit validate, I am almost done. Now, this is the review page, okay? This is an opportunity for you to review the application before you submit. So take a look at it. Take a look at the mark. Take a look at, make sure the company's information is spelled correctly. It's really, really important, guys, that you spell the literal element, that you spell the mark correctly because you cannot fix that. Um, very, very, very important. You cannot fix the mark after you file. So make sure that that is the spelling that you want on your application. Otherwise, you have to go through the entire process all over again, and you'll have to repay your, the 225 or 275 if you did the TS standard. Again, this is our address, uh, zip code, our email. This email is required, by the way. I think I said it before, but just know that you do actually have to provide an email for the entity. And it's a limited liability company in the state of California. Class 25, again, these are the clothing items that Victoria suggested I start selling through my company. And the only last bit here is just the correspondence. So the company name, the docket number, and I signed it. So I'm good to go. Then I hit back. And I can see the mark if I press mark. There's our mark. This is actually an image file. So if you click on it, you can see you can open the image in a new tab. Um, it's an actual image, so you can download it. Now. Once I hit back, um, yeah, I'm good to go. Um, I can save the form. I told you guys about this last time, but if you save the form, I could save it and then redo the application process tomorrow and actually upload all the information. So it makes it really quick and easy. And again, I think I said this last time, but I want to say it again. I want to say this in every video because I want to make sure everyone clearly understands. You can freely go back into the application. It's really handy. Let's say you, you realize you made a mistake. Just click go back. You can actually back up and go through every part of the application all the way from the beginning. And it's really nice. Why? Because it actually saves your information. So you don't actually have to re-input anything. I can literally go back through to the very, very beginning. And if you want to go forward, all you do is hit continue. And it's going to auto-populate all the information. So it's actually a session, which is nice because it saves all your information. You don't have to worry about retyping it. You, you have latitude. You can go back and forth. You can correct any sort of any sort of shortcoming that you find that you find later at the right when you're about to file. So nice tool. So again, you can go back and modify. You can save the form, redo it tomorrow, uh, or or finish it tomorrow. Whatever you want. Anyways, uh, we're done. I checked the box here. This is an, a notice, um, just saying that you're not going to get a refund if you misspelled the res. That's it. I can't help you. You got to re resubmit and repay the full fee. And once we hit pay and submit, it's going to take us to a payment page. Now, I'm not going to go through the actual payment in this video, but just understand and, and note that once, uh, so I'm going to hit credit card, but once I pay, once I fill out my credit card information, the name on the card, the address, and, and hit submit payment, I'm going to get an automatic email. That's going to have my filing receipt 
And this page is actually going to redirect me to another page that has the filing receipt that I can download. The filing receipt has a serial number. The serial number is really important because you can find your case using the serial number. Uh, we're going to, I'm sure, create a lot of content around that too in the future. Um, so again, this is how you can file a TS Plus application. That's the reduced fee application for your company's clothing brand. Thank you so much for watching. This is episode 31. Uh, I just wanted to again say thanks to Victoria. She's doing an incredible job and I'm super appreciative of everything that she does to make this show happen. And uh, we're gonna keep creating a lot of great content around just the nuts and bolts start to finish for trademarks. Um, I, we haven't done a patent video in a while, um, but again, don't worry. We're gonna answer all your patent questions for sure. So thank you and have an awesome weekend guys.